The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Today, a very exciting guest. I, I can't believe it. I'm so honored to speak with him. Um, Dr. John Gray, that's right. Dr. John Gray is a leading relationship expert in the world. His relationship and health books have sold over 50 million, 50 million copies in 50 different languages. Of course, we all know his groundbreaking book called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Oh, my. I remember reading that book. What an impact it had on me. It's the best-selling nonfiction book of all time, and it launched his Mars and Venus book series that forever changed the way men and women view their relationships. I should mention right away he has an amazing website, chock full of information, called MarsVenus.com. He's been on The Oprah Show many times, The Dr. Oz Show, The Today Show, The CBS Show, Good Morning America, The Early Show, The View, and today we've got him on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Welcome, Dr. John Gray. Thank you, Sandra. It's a real pleasure. It is an honor to have you, and I really do have so much to talk to you about today. Um, you've written a recent book called um, Staying Focused in, Hyper, in a Hyper World, Natural Solutions for ADHD, Memory, and Brain Performance. Wow, what a book. Curious, how did you go from Men Are From Mars to your interest in ADHD? Well, I've always about relationships. That's my expertise. And think about it, which is if you're on antidepressants and you're a woman, it's really hard to have a man feel happy to be married to you because men tend to feel good if their partners are feeling happy. That's how men measure their success is when women are happy. And what happens is the same phenomenon that creates kind of hyperactivity in children creates hypersensitivity as well uh, for different people, particularly for women. Uh, it also creates hyper-distractedness and a lot of boys and some girls. The same condition causes uh, hyper-perfectionism uh, and particularly a lot of women, some men. So this is, expect- this is affecting all of us today. We see it more commonly in our children because we, we feel like we have to control them. But in our marriages, we don't realize this condition. Now, I'm not saying it's a medical condition that needs to be treated with drugs, uh, you know, people often say, well, isn't ADHD just hype to sell drugs? There's a real phenomena happening with our children today, but it's happening for our teenagers, happening for our young adults who are not getting married anymore. Uh, you know, the, the rates of marriage are dramatically dropping. It's happening for an older generation where people are getting divorces more and more. And then as you get in your 50s and 60s and 70s, it's happening as <clears throat> dementia, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, which are dramatically up. 
what is happening is a phenomenon is occurring in our environment and it affects our relationships a lot. Uh, if we just talk about adult relationships, what we're seeing is women are overwhelmed. There just feels like there's so much to do and there's mm-hmm. not, enough, not enough time. Oh, and, so true. and men, they tend to lose interest in their relationship. Their passion tends to diminish. They tend to become interested by their work uh, or by their football games. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that what happens is they're needing hyper-stimulation, newness, rather than being able to stay uh, passionate and interested in their relationships. And this is all part of a, of a shift which is taking place in our brains due to environmental toxicity and nutritional deficiencies. I, you know, I love what you say, and I love the fact that the book is really into natural solutions. And just in the few things you've said just now, uh, it excites me because you talk about women being overwhelmed. You talk about men measure their success. I mean, you said so many brilliant things. Measure, men measure their success by the happiness they see in their women, something I see every day in my practice. I want to hear more about that. And then you talk about how we seek novelty, which is the dopamine. Isn't that the dopamine factor? That's correct. And the novelty, the newness is always present in the beginning of a relationship, but it will go away after familiarity sets in. The more you love your partner, the more familiar you are with her, the more you know her, the less dopamine gets produced. So if you don't have very healthy dopamine function, uh, you don't get that extra boost by having the newness. And of course, that's why we want to have romantic habits uh, because, you know, when you go somewhere new and different, little getaway or go break the routine, do something special, uh, that helps to stimulate dopamine. But particularly for men, whenever a woman seems to be delighted and happy, his dopamine goes up. Or when he anticipates his wife being delighted and happy, his, his dopamine goes up. A lot of our brain chemicals are primarily caused, certainly novelty is one of them, but it's interpretation. It's how do we interpret situations. Ultimately, you could say that all of our, all of our joy is, is based upon our interpretations of a situation, and all of our misery is based upon our interpretations. Yeah. That's the mind, the mind part of it. But yeah. then there's the biology part of it as well. We have to respect both the mind part, the biology part, and the behavior part. That's so interesting because what you're saying is that our perceptions uh, dictate our reality. Totally. Ha- our, uh, p- particularly our reaction to reality, I would put it yeah. that way. Wow. And, and, and that's a lot of education. Uh, you know, uh, what you'll see a lot in relationships, I think men are from Mars kind of led the, the foundation for this whole idea that men go to their caves. You know, that was one of the key factors in that book. Yeah. That the, it's gone to the cultures around the world and it's, it's because, see, our relationships today are based upon intimacy, emotional fulfillment. They're no longer based upon just survival. So right. for emotional fulfillment, you need to feel connected. Now, part of that is connection, feeling connected, empathy, uh, responsiveness to each other is, is, produces hormones, particularly in women, that lower their stress, oxytocin and estrogen. Oxytocin, yeah. Mm-hmm. And estrogen, you know, everybody, you know, we started with oxytocin 15 years ago. Now we know that if you don't have healthy estrogen levels, your oxytocin doesn't lower your stress. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's important. So women have to check that. Yeah. Well, we, well what we need to know is, is basically what are the psychological aspects of estrogen? It's primarily estrogen is a hormone that on average women tend to have to have at least 10 times more than the average male. Testosterone is something that men need on average 
uh, 30, 10 to 30 times more than females. And why is this? These hormones are very important for us to feel good and to be healthy, both in the body and in the mind. Uh, and so when, when women are in the testosterone-stimulating environment, which is often urgency, emergency, working for money, solving problems, this is all stimulating testosterone. At those times, uh, you're not really in a, in a situation which produces oxytocin or estrogen. Uh, estrogen, if you can think of it in terms of the psychological aspects, and this is so, so important. Testosterone is whatever you feel that I can do this, it's up to me, it's, it's my responsibility, I'm 100% accountable, uh, I've got to do something about this. That's testosterone. Now, what, that's independence, okay, it's up to you. Then you've got the other extreme is dependence, and that's estrogen. When you feel you can depend on others, when you can benefit from others, when you have the support of others, when in a sense you can't do it all yourself, but you have to you know, depend on others, that's estrogen. And so what we have is a healthy person has a balance, the right balance for them of testosterone and estrogen. And what we're seeing today is women having challenges with their estrogen levels because of high testosterone. And men ironically, are having too much estrogen due to environmental <laughs> toxicity and shifts in relationship priorities. Wow. So it's the toxicity of the environment for men and the shift in the relationships. Oh, absolutely. See, as soon as women are not dependent on men, now suddenly, if, if, if my wife is not dependent on me, she's got a job, she can be very independent, then my responsibility of feeling it's all up to me to provide for my family dramatically diminishes. See, it used to be women could not earn money. They can't protect themselves. We, we had a job to do. I remember one day my wife said to me, she says, you know, John, I'm dependent on you. And I kind of like grew up in that moment. That's when we had little children and so forth, uh, that she can't do it alone. And if you look at, uh, you know, we're talking about estrogen being very important for regulating stress in women. Almost always when women are stressed out, modern women, not, not your old traditional women, uh, when they're stressed out, they're feeling basically to a great extent, uh, I don't have a husband to provide for me, I don't have support in my life, I don't have right. much money and so forth. But today your modern successful woman, is she's saying, I'm stressed out because I have to do it all. I do it all. It's that, and, and you see a man when he says, I do it all most of the time. Now, it's changing as men are becoming more estrogen-oriented. But, you know, a man will be very proud when he says, I can do it all. Look what right. I do. I can do this. I can do this. And I don't need to do those other things. Uh, no man wants to do it all. He wants to take credit for as much as he can. Whereas for <laughs> women, they want to give to as many people as possible. And that's part of the what we call dopamine. Uh, it, it, coming back to the biology of the brain, what you're seeing there is she has dopamine uh, – Impaired dopamine function is the easy way of putting it. I don't like to say it's ADHD because then you, you, you kind of think you have a condition or a disease. What you really have is just an imbalance of hormones in your system and then an imbalance of brain chemicals. What happens for women, if we look at our brains being different, is a woman's emotional part of the brain is twice as big as a man, eight times more active under stress. And that depletes her of serotonin. Serotonin is constantly calming the brain saying, okay, there's a problem, but here's, it's okay. You know, this person didn't do this, but I do have this. I don't have enough money, but I have enough money for this. So serotonin is always sort of that little positive angel saying it's okay. And, and uh, 
when you're feeling stressed, you're just looking at what's wrong. It's very important when you're under stress to be able to look at every possible danger there is. The brain just goes right there. And the difference between men and women is that under moderate stress, women have eight times more activity uh, in the uh, stress part of the brain, A. B is that it depletes them of serotonin. Three, uh, men make serotonin 50% more efficiently than women because we have greater muscle mass. That's part of the process. And men actually store 50% more serotonin, so they have it during emergencies. And six, six or seven on that list is that at the end of the day, men have an off switch in their brain if they use it. Now, a lot of men aren't using it, but where they can forget all their problems. And so immediately they don't continue to deplete their serotonin. So that's why you'll see one out of five women today, uh, one out of four, it's increased in the last three years, uh, to one out of four women are on antidepressants. Uh, yeah, I was because, just going to say, SSRIs, yeah. And, and what they don't realize is that the SSRI does not help your body lower stress. Uh, when, as soon as you take an SSRI, your stress level, cortisol, actually doubles. Uh, that's something that's biologically proven. Uh, your libido goes down. That's something that's biologically proven in studies. And what happens is your brain does not make more serotonin. It, it, it causes, it's a reuptake inhibitor, which means mm -hmm. it inhibits the function of the brain so the brain thinks everything's okay when it's not okay. Uh, you're basically, serotonin sits in a receptor site longer than it naturally would. And mm -hmm. that's what, the, so they're inhibiting a normal process so the brain actually starts making even less serotonin. So it's very hard to go off of these medications once you're on them and after a while they just stop working and that's also well known. So this is not the answer. There are natural solutions along with behavioral changes together, re, uh, not only for women who are taking antidepressants, but for all women to be happier and more stress-free. Oh, my God. You have such great insight into men and women and the science with it. Um, I can't wait to talk more about this after the break. I am a career woman. And what I love about what you're saying is, is there's no question that women, when they say they're doing it all, they say it bitterly. And so it's almost like I have to have two hats on. It's like when I'm at, you know, running the company, I've got it, you know, I've got to be in control. But yeah, back in the house, it's a different dance. I 100% agree with that, or it does not work. In my marriage, it will not work. Brilliant stuff. We'll be, you know, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with uh, Dr. John Gray. His website is Mars, marsvenus.com, filled with amazing stuff. His new book, newest book, is called Staying Focused in a Hyper World, Natural Solutions for ADHD, Memory, and Brain Performance, obviously filled with natural, great stuff. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. 
Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. We're back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Even on the commercial breaks, we were having such a fascinating conversation about uh, serotonin and how it affects women. I left on the commercial break talking about, uh, as a career woman, I'm asking Dr. Gray, what do I do? Like, in my company, and many women feel this way, in my company, I need to be in control. So how do I make sure naturally that my serotonin levels stay and my estrogen stays nice and high when I get home and go into another role, which is not always being in control. How do I do that? Okay, so it's clearly, you know, we are not out of control people in that we can set intentions and follow through. And we set intentions based upon information of what's most important. And women have to realize they're, you know, the, the, the challenge is they come home and they're too busy to talk to their partners because they don't realize that talking like what we do in therapy, but talking with someone who loves you is the number one stimulator of estrogen and oxytocin. Now, what happens, it's almost like the force of gravity. When we're out of balance, we go further out of balance. So women who are busy working for in you time, uh, my daughter, Lauren Gray, at our website, she explains all this about women's hormones and and their different modes of behavior, but one of them is you time, and that's when you're producing testosterone. Then you come home, ideally you produce estrogen and oxytocin, which is we time. Once you've done we time, it's only through we time that women can produce the estrogen and oxytocin to lower their stress levels. Once women's stress levels are low, then women need to move into the third aspect of me time. Me time is really necessary for her to rebuild uh, her progesterone and her testosterone because during the day, if she's being, you know, in our testosterone side, she will become depleted in testosterone. So women experience this energy burnout. The, they just they don't have the energy. The energy comes from testosterone, but you run out of testosterone because you can't rebuild it because you can't rebuild testosterone when you're feeling stressed. See, men have an advantage over women in this sitch. They, they go and they use up their testosterone-solving problems. Then they come home and they can turn their brain off to rebuild their testosterone. But women can't turn their brain off to rebuild testosterone until they first rebuild their estrogen and oxytocin. Does this make sense to you? 
It's, it makes total sense, but I have a great question for you. So the woman comes home. They tell me this all the time in, their, in my office. They come home, and to, what you're saying is to build their estrogen, they're to have a wheat discussion. So they go up to their husband who doesn't want to talk because he's in his off switch. That's the cave, isn't it? That's what right. Happens, That's right. So what happens then? It's the perfect marriage is that the, <laughs> the most important thing that women need is for a man simply to listen while she talks. The last thing she should do is try to get him to talk. She should celebrate that he doesn't need to talk, but he will listen. Because when a man listens, he doesn't have to talk. One of the reasons men don't want to talk to their wives is the women keep asking questions. Because women have sort of this female rule, which is if I'm going to tell you about myself, I first have to ask questions about you. So in order to create the space to talk, if she's aware that she needs to talk. Now, many women are just too busy even to be aware of that, or they've tried it and their husbands just uh, interrupt them with solutions and fixes and so forth. And so then they go, it doesn't feel good, so why would I bother doing it? But actually, if you simply say to your husband, when you're done in your cave, uh, maybe if you're the one who cooks dinner, let's just say that's the case. That happens to be the case in my house. If she cooks dinner, when my wife's cooking dinner, she knows it's a reciprocal relationship. She's going to cook me dinner, and after I eat dinner then, and while we're eating, I'm going to have a wonderful conversation with her where I'm going to be listening to her. She doesn't have to listen to me. I'm listening to her, and I'm asking questions and showing interest. And the key to get the training men on how to listen to a woman without interrupting and fixing things is to basically say stuff like, I mean, we don't have to do it now because we've been doing it for years. But in the beginning, you say, you don't have to say anything or fix anything or feel bad. I just need to share what's going on in my day so I can feel closer to you. It helps me feel good. And she doesn't ask him questions. So that's called Venus talk. And then there's a a greater subtlety to that, which is she basically talk about the problems in your workday that have nothing to do with him. That way he's not tempted to give advice or to get defensive. That's the key to this whole thing. And make sure always after, don't do it more than 10 minutes, and then make sure that you always say something like, wow, it just feels good to to unload. It feels good to download my day. I feel closer to you. You're trying to train him to experience that he realizes that, oh, I can make her happy by just being present. You know, today people are becoming more aware of this idea of meditation and being present. Well, listen, I mean, think about what a man, often many men love to do is just sit in a couch and watch the news because the news is new and different and he doesn't have to do anything about it. That stimulates dopamine, but he doesn't have to solve any problems. So his testosterone levels rebuild. Now, a woman, when she comes home, really, she's like the newscaster of her day. As long as she gives him a reason to listen, which is, I'm just telling you this, so I'll feel better. Please don't say anything or fix it. It's a perfect marriage. We fit together perfectly. The only time it doesn't work is as men today, just as women are becoming more masculine, men are becoming more feminine. The environmental toxicity, uh, all of these pesticides and plastics get into our system. And for men, it lowers their testosterone and raises their estrogen. So we're seeing as men weigh too much on their estrogen side. So they often, some men want to come home and they, as soon as she starts talking then about her problems, he now has more problems. And oh my gosh, do women not <laughs> want to hear about his problems when she gets home? Wow. Okay. So um, my God, uh, John, we're definitely going to have to have you on for a part two, because there's a lot in what you're saying. And it's, I, I know for sure that the people listening are getting so much out of this. So please tell me we can get you back. 
Of course. I love doing your show. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So I'm going to continue because there's so much in what you just said. I want to know, therefore, if men's testosterone, men because of toxic elements, uh, their estrogen's raising and women for the same reason, um, their testosterone's raising. You also talked about how women can increase their serotonin. We're getting a little bit into all the neurotransmitters and hormones naturally. And I'm very big on the natural stuff. So how do we do this? Well, the most important ingredient is that when you're stressed is your brain is no longer making GABA. GABA is a brain chemical that makes you feel good. Now, you can't just take GABA. There's some products online, uh, Zen and various things that have GABA in it, but it doesn't really cross the blood-brain barrier. And ideally, you want your brain to make these brain chemicals as opposed to take them. That's the, the ideal. So it turns out that in the process of making GABA, the brain, because the GABA calms you and makes you happy, and then you're not depleting your serotonin. So Mm -hmm. to keep your serotonin in a good place, you have to be happy, you have to be in the moment, you have to be present. That's what GABA does. Uh, And and with with GABA, rather than take it, uh, what you're doing, a lot of the, the drugs they give women, by the way, are GABA producers in the brain which make you can feel good uh, temporarily, but then now you need more and more of the drug and eventually it doesn't work because you're not making it. So you want to help your body to make it. So what helps your body make uh, GABA is uh, basically calcium and magnesium. You have to have plenty of magnesium in your brain and plenty of calcium in your brain. And when you take uh, supplements of calcium and magnesium, only certain ones actually help will cross the blood-brain barrier. So we want to make sure our brain's getting enough magnesium and calcium, and you only get it if you're eating it in calcium and magnesium-rich foods. Or if you want to take supplements, and most people don't have enough from their food, is if you take supplements, the supplements need to be bonded to something called erratic acid, which is in mother's milk. So they get this erratic acid from milk, and then they uh, bond it with calcium and magnesium, and it crosses the blood-brain barrier, and then what has to happen now is calcium has to go in and out of the cell. When you're under stress, calcium goes in, and then calcium has to go out. But when it goes out, you have to have plenty of magnesium to relax. So magnesium relaxes as calcium excites us. So lots of most women are deficient in magnesium, but even more so in the brain. So there's a substance called calcium uh, uh, or orotate, magnesium orotate. And then the real key one is that signals the brain to pull the calcium out of the brain, you need vitamin D, which is sunshine. You know how we all feel good when there's sunshine. It's because vitamin D is necessary. And another mineral called lithium. And that's the one that's really missing because you don't find it in all your supplements and whatever because psychiatrists use lithium for bipolar patients and it has side effects. But it only has side effects, as with anything, has side effects if you take too much of it. So there's something called low-dose lithium orotate. We're talking four and a half milligrams is just a daily stress reducer, 25 milligrams if it's going to be, uh, you know, instead of an antidepressant or whatever. But you can't just take lithium. You need to take a calcium and magnesium for the lithium to then regulate. You need to take vitamin D. And you also need to take a little extra iodine uh, for the thyroid gland because what lithium does is it allows, uh, thy- allows iodine to go around the whole body because it helps your body to make energy. And so you need a little extra as opposed to it all accumulating in your thyroid. So if you just did lithium orotate, it wouldn't work as well unless you take the cofactors of vitamin D, 
a little extra iodine and calcium and magnesium. Where can people find out information about these supplements? Do you have something like this on your website? I do. You know, my website, I feel that if you want a good relationship, you have to have healthy body and mind and brain, basically. So, you know, if you go into a health food store looking for these things, you're kind of lost. There's so much stuff. I'm even inundated. I'm always researching what's this, what's that. <laughs> so what I do is I have a little health food store on my website, but mainly it's educational where there's a video a 10-minute video explaining what this does, who might need it, what it's useful for. The two most important things that, that actually thousands of people buy on my website are lithium orotate bonded to these other minerals that the brain needs. And the other one is Tonkat Ali, which is a natural herb from Thailand, which um, helps boost men's testosterone levels. So that's the lithium that helps particularly for women to lower stress levels. But when men get emotional, if men are emotional and they're stressed, then lithium works for them as well. But it's not just the lithium, it's the other minerals and, and then a good vitamin D3 product. So I have, you know, you can buy these at health food stores. The lithium you can't, generally speaking, because uh, there's a myth that this is only for people who have real serious problems. It certainly works for people with serious problems, but they give too much of it, so then there's side effects, so then people are afraid of the side effects. But in low doses, there's no side effects at all. Just like too much salt is a bad thing, but salt is necessary for hydration. You've got to have the right amount of salt. And lithium orotate, magnesium orotate, potassium orotate, all these orotates, they're salts. So you can't take too much of them. But you take the normal amount, just like you can't live, drink too much milk. You know, anything too much is bad for you. So, okay. So, first of all, there's no danger to taking these uh, supplements. Absolutely, no possible danger. You can take the whole bottle without a side effect. Okay, and that they can find the supplements on Mars and information about them on MarsVenus.com. Correct. That's correct. Okay, so I have uh, one more question about the men, women, dance, and then we'll go on to, again, this great book, Staying Focused in a Hyper World, um, this off switch about men that you talk about, something that I've always been secretly quite jealous of. Um, you say only men have it. Tell me more. What, like, how does this work? I, I'm very jealous. I want this. Well, well, you should be. But, you know, what we men are jealous of is how beautiful you are, how intuitive you are, how much love you have, I mean, and the ability of women to be happy. Women have a much greater capacity to be okay, happy than men if they we provide the right support. But okay. men do have the ability to forget problems. Uh, and How the way do you that- do it? <laughs> well, what happens is that we are used – what happens in men is – well, first of all, the, the term uh, off switch came from a study that was done at Harvard where they measured uh, men and women when they came home from work. And as soon as they had you sit down, did your brain scan, and they found that when women sit down to relax, their brain actually speeds up. And you can ask any woman what she's thinking, and you know she's thinking about all the things she needs to be doing that she's not doing while she's sitting down. When men sit down, literally brain activity stops in most parts of the brain. Blood flow stops in most parts of the brain. Oh, my God. And it's just simply, you ask him, what are you thinking? And he says, nothing. Nothing. And it's really true? (laughs) It's really true. And so, I mean, why is that? Where that is, is that while men men did dangerous jobs for his, throughout history, and dangerous jobs require faster reaction time, and the function of testosterone is faster reaction time, libido, and a variety of other things, but it also regulates his health, his heart health, and so forth, and so men with more, it also creates more muscle mass, which is why men run out of testosterone faster. 
So the okay. only way you can rebuild testosterone and stay alive is you've got to forget your problems. So men have a dynamic where they're able to forget their problems so they can build up their testosterone. Women have never needed to rebuild their testosterone and therefore they don't have that mechanism inside being developed, which is the ability to literally shut off uh, their problems. Now, here's another side of it is when you're rebuilding testosterone, you're also disconnecting from estrogen. So when you disconnect from estrogen, what happens is testosterone levels can rebuild. Testosterone cannot rebuild in the, in the presence of estrogen. That's the female hormone. That's why men have to pull away after a while. Men get close. Then they just need to get away, go play golf, go to work, leave, go on a trip. They have to do that to get away from the people they love because love increases estrogen. This is why men become more passive when they get married for a long time. Their estrogen levels go higher and higher the longer you're married. One of it is environmental factors, but the other one is that you love your partner more. The more you love your partner and depend upon them, the more higher your estrogen levels. And so it's a beautiful thing to love and be dependent on your partner for certain levels of support. However, you need to get away from that, uh, from the estrogen world. Now, ultimately, biologically, I kind of explained it from a social point of view, uh, environmental evolutionary point of view. We also just have biology. In the brain of every man, there's something called the left anterior parietal lobe and the brain of every woman. And it's bigger in every man compared to the right so he's always bigger on the left than he is on the right when it comes to this, this part of the brain. And for women, it's always bigger on the right than on the left. And so what that does for women is it makes them more relationship-oriented, personal-oriented. And therefore, the, uh, the emotional part of the brain that remembers things is twice as big in women. Because part of being in a relationship is always remembering what people do for you so you can give back to them, a sense of reciprocity. But men are more on the transactional side of the brain. They can use the right side. They can be trained to use the right side. You know, that's where we see this crossover between men and women. But if you just look at what the equipment is, the, the default is for men to go over to this left part of the brain, which lowers his stress more effectively, which has to do with impersonal transactions. So I could sit there fixing the, test, the, the uh, toaster that's broken all day. I just won't stop, but it's very pleasurable for me. A woman could spend a lot of time talking about something that's bothering him, and a guy's thinking, why are you remembering that? But it turns out that for women, remembering the things that are bothering you produces those hormones that make you a good person, that you care, and that lowers your stress level. For men, it's, it's doing the things, overcoming challenges that produces the testosterone and dopamine that lowers his stress. You are brilliant, Dr. John Gray. I am just like, oh, my God, you're brilliant. We have to take a commercial break. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514 695 
1-800-875-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. We're back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich with my incredible guest, Dr. John Gray, who on the commercial breaks is as delightful as he is live on the radio. He just told me that if you're interested in his latest book, Staying Focused in a Hyper World, you can join his newsletter on marsvenus.com and you can get a free copy of the book. Is that right, Dr. Gray? A free PDF email that you get or go to Amazon to get the actual paperback. Wow, that's amazing. So, And there is so much here. So I want to have a toaster question, and then I'm moving on. So this toaster thing, another thing I never understand in my home, and I know every woman listening feels the same way. Why are you guys getting pleasure again about fixing the toaster? It's the sense of accomplishment? <laughs> I, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> Whenever a man is challenged and he feels he can solve the problem, dopamine gets produced, okay? Dopamine is pleasure. When a woman is challenged in a relationship, she gets pleasure, uh, but she also gets pleasure from being uh, challenged in the work world. It's just uh, men get more pleasure from it, and it's, it's a dopamine stimulator whenever you're challenged and you feel that you can solve a problem. Now, one of the reasons the toaster example is so common, and it's, you'll see it with men at home, is it's literally, it's not a life or death situation. So whether you fix the toaster or not is not going to affect your life or death situation. So it really doesn't produce any stress, but it is challenging. So it produces dopamine and it, it rebuilds his testosterone while he's doing it. Anytime a man is challenged and he's fully confident, he's going to be making a lot of testosterone. But if he's challenged and he doesn't have full confidence or it's a life or death situation, then what happens to men is their testosterone is turned into estrogen and they become passive. And this is what happens to men who are out of work. And they, as soon as a man doesn't feel confident that he can make enough money or provide for his family or, or be successful at home, when he loses that confidence, his testosterone literally converts into estrogen. And estrogen makes men too feminine. And when men are too feminine, what happens is they become moody they become uh, irritable, they can become angry. I mean, the irony here is when you look at angry men, everybody thinks, oh, their testosterone's too high. Actually, if you measure their hormone when a man is angry, his estrogen levels are on the rise. Whenever men are emotional, estrogen is going up and testosterone is going down. 
So if I do the math on that, it's almost like when they're irritable, if they if you gave them a task that they could successfully complete, they'd get in a good mood. Yes, but sometimes this is again the subtlety. Sometimes you're giving them a task. That's why I say women always ask for more from a place of happiness in small increments with big rewards. You're training him. And but what happens is when they're when they're in low testosterone land, high estrogen, what will occur is you ask them to do something, they'll, they'll have this grumpy sort of reaction. They're in this grumpy place. And men, women can intuit that grumpy place. And so they're afraid of grumpy because they think it's only going to get worse. Because mm -hmm. if a, you get a grumpy woman and you ask her more, she, it only gets worse and she remembers it for a long time. <laughs> right, that's for sure. <laughs> but, but, but for men, it doesn't work that way. If, you, if a grumpy man, you ask him to do something, he's going to be a little grumpy. His grumpiness is a diff it's temporary if he, if, he, if he experiences his testosterone levels beginning to rise. So basically my wife says, oh, actually it happened the other night. I, I was visiting some friends and my friends, I'm 64, he's about 68, grumpy old men. They have lower testosterone. So we were going to do this foot bath thing and he had this whole equipment built up and he says, well, if you really want to do it. And I said, well, I could go or not. Okay, let's not do it. And I said, no, but I really want to do it. And he, okay, I'll do it. And he was like really getting grumpy. I can see how scary it is to women when guys get grumpy because there's like some anger in there. Yeah. Well, and, and you feel like they're going to resent you later. And yeah. But, but fortunately, I understood he's a grumpy guy, so I just had to use the magic words, oh, I really do want this. It would really, really make my day to do this. So that, that lessened his grumpiness. Then as he began doing it, and it started to work, and I just made a few comments like, oh, this is great. Look at that. Look at that. Then he starts to shine because now his testosterone's going back up. Like, look what I did. Look what I accomplished. And then there's all that grumpiness goes away in men when their testosterone comes up. And testosterone goes up with when he does something where there's a reward or he does something and he anticipates reward. And what is the reward in a relationship? It's always her happiness. Okay. You know, it's so funny. I remember reading Men Are From Mars so many years ago. And you have an example in there like this. And I still remember it with the milk when you yes. were asked. To, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I still remember it. Um, okay. So... The thing that I wonder about then is that if a man is fixing something around the house, isn't the woman sort of feeling like, how could she even compete with that? Meaning he's getting a dopamine pleasure from that. Uh, the only thing I can think of is if you call it sort of training, that doing something with her would have the same dopamine release that he would feel that he will succeed in making her happy. Is that about right? Yes. Yes. And so what it is, it's a lot of women say, oh, my gosh, it's like treating him like a baby. Does that mean I have to tell him he's smart all the time? And no, he, it doesn't. But whenever you have a chance to say to a man, good idea, that makes sense or uh, good idea, that makes sense. And whenever you can say that's right, these are little perks of dopamine in his brain that makes him more focused on doing things for you because it's like a yes set of yes, a yes, a yes. I'm making a difference. I'm making a difference. And certainly there's many times where you feel, oh, that makes sense, but you don't say it. So it's like I, I love my wife all the time, but I don't say it. Most women would go, oh, yeah, why don't you say it? That's a good idea. Most men think, but why should I say it? Doesn't she remember it? So there's certain things we should verbalize more often 
those are a few things that creates his more of a greater interest in him. It peaks up that dopamine. But then the next thing is he's over there on the toaster getting his satisfaction or watching a football game or whatever. How do you compete with that? Yeah. That's, his, that's often his cave time. So you do this. You say, when you're done, will you help me? That's okay. it. That's the magic phrase. Now, I know many women listening go, I don't, I don't want to say that. It makes me look weak, needy. No, men want to help women. That We're sort of out of a job with women now. Anything we can do to help where we get reward for it is going to pull us into the relationship. So you basically say, when you're done with that, I need your help, or would you help me with something? And then he says, okay. Usually he'll say, okay, I'll, what is it? What is it? You say, I'll tell you when you're done. And it's not a big deal. It's not a big thing. Only take a few minutes. Then you do Venus talk, which I talked about earlier, which is, I just want to download my day. It just feels good to get it out, and then I'll feel better. Please, you don't have to say anything or do anything or fix anything. I just want to share what's going on. Then share things that are stressing you out or making you happy that happened during the day for 10 minutes uninterrupted. In the beginning, he'll interrupt, and you just have to pause and say, no, no, really, I just need to talk it, talk this out. You don't have to say anything. I prefer you not. Just listen. You don't have to fix anything. You don't have to feel bad. For many years, you have to give him that instruction to remind him, my job is not to fix anything. My job is just to listen. And when he does that, then what happens is he gets out of the solving mode into the listening mode, which increases his testosterone. But because he's listening to you being feminine, his, his own female hormones will increase in balance and he experiences empathy while he's also completely detached. So you don't want him to talk. If he talks, he can't maintain that state of like witnessing, being fully present, which allows his empathy to gradually develop. And this is a, the balanced male that we want to create, which he's in touch with his masculine, but he's also in touch with his feminine and balance, as opposed to the man who goes from masculine to being feminine. That's when he's angry, when he's upset, when he's irritable, when he's moody. He's become too feminine because he's lost his masculine. That's low testosterone. But to have normal testosterone, we'll call that high testosterone, and estrogen at the same time, that's what gets developed in his body when he starts listening to his partner without having to solve or fix anything. So the high, uh, if the testosterone lowers and the estrogen increases, he is grumpy because that doesn't feel good to him? Oh, he's grumpy because he's out of balance. He's no longer feeling his masculine energy. Okay. And, usually, and, and he's becoming overly emotional about things. See, remember, estrogen is needy. It's needing and it, this is femininity. Now, we, we all want to need each other. It's a balance of being independent and dependent, which is interdependent. But we all know it like goes way off balance when you're, when you're too needy or too dependent. We want that nice balance to be there. I mean, people knowing this stuff, it's so incredibly helpful. Um, I could just listen to you all day, and I'm sure everyone feels the same way. Now, this book that you wrote on staying focused in a hyper world, where does focus play into all this? Is that the dopamine? Is that the testosterone? Is that the being out of balance? What are yeah. we looking at? Okay, there were, mainly the book is focusing on dopamine because it's such an important brain chemical. And it's... When you're focused and you're a woman, that means you're not overwhelmed with too much to do. That would be okay. how that would show up for women. Staying focused on what's most important to you as opposed to what's most important to other people. And for a man to stay focused, it's about staying focused on the things that really count for your happiness, which is her 
meeting her needs, spending time with your children, doing things for your body, rather than becoming hyper-focused on your work or on drinking or on recreation, things that you do too much which aren't good for you, instead of finding the balance of being focused on the things that are really important to you. And that's what we're losing. Men become hyper-focused on things that stimulate high dopamine. That could be football. That I mean, it's good to have some of that, but you become hyper-stimulate. You become obsessed with that or work. Many men just don't turn off the work button anymore. They've got a button that can turn it off, but somebody's got to say, use the button. And for women, they've got to have somebody say, use the button so that you can stop being overwhelmed, focusing on everybody else, instead come back to you. And the way you come back to you, the most powerful way, is to share your feelings with another woman until you learn how to do it and connect, and you can sometimes do it with your husband. But you shouldn't just depend on a man for all of that. No, I agree. That's so important. How do men come back, though? If they're starting to play video games, many of my clients tell me this, or watching sports obsessively, how do they come back from that hyper-focus? Well, again, a man has to become aware of his vulnerability to addiction. And and this is with our children as well, with their iPads and their digital stimulation. Digital stimulation is so powerful. It's like sugar and it's even like heroin. Pornography is like heroin. iPads are like uh, sugar. And so what happens is the brain becomes hyper-stimulated. Then normal stimulation, like making somebody happy, having a conversation with them, cleaning up a room, doing your homework... These sorts of things that would produce normal level of challenge don't stimulate dopamine at all. You become dependent upon higher stimulation to feel motivated, to feel happy, to feel interested. Normal behaviors that used to be interesting, that should be interesting, should be pleasurable, are boring, and you don't feel motivated to do them. That's the problem why I wrote this book. It's happening with our children. It's happening our yeah, relationships. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I often tell the story that I opened an anxiety clinic for adults, and now we're 49% children because anxiety is so increased in children due to the video games and the iPads. So 100%, we're in a complete agreement about that. So we try to tell the parents to, you know, again, limit the video games. But it's it seems like in this world, John, um, you know, there's video games, computers, your phone. Um, you know, as parents, we can stop our kids, but sometimes we can't stop ourselves. Well, let's just look. I love this example to help clarify. It used to be that what you would do things as a child to please your parents. You know, you wanted your parents to be proud of you. Your room was clean. You did your homework. You were nice to your neighbors and so forth and your brother and sister because it made your parents happy. That's our bottom line dopamine producer in, in a health, healthy, natural environment. Suddenly you introduce sugar and now you have this whole society. We're having desserts with every meal three times a day sometimes. So now what's happening is parents say, I want you to eat your vegetables. Why? Because I want you to eat your vegetables. That's what we do, and it makes me happy. That doesn't motivate children. Parents have to say, if you eat your vegetables, then you'll get your dessert. Sugar is now our motivating factor rather than pleasing our parents and pleasing others, which are normal natural dopamine stimulators that lose their potency when you have higher stimulation. The next is is video games go now to a higher level of stimulation. So the new challenge of parents and with their kids, if you do your homework, then you can do your video. Instead of do your homework to be a productive citizen, to make me happy and have a good life. We're losing our healthy motivations. We're all a little bit like drug addicts basically saying, okay, I'll do this, but only if I get my drug. And that's where we're going off balance. And that can be corrected. 
That's called by restoring receptor sites in the brain for dopamine. If you took cocaine, for example, you lose 30% of your dopamine function in one use. But it can be rebuilt. That's what I write about in my book. Well, that's why we're going to have to have you on for a part two, because there's, we have to go into that. There are so many parents whose kids are showing up with ADHD, ADD, and I guess that's part of where it all starts. That's what you're talking about, is that when things go out of balance, it's very hard to stay focused. Is that right? That's right. It's, we tend to go further and further towards the higher stimulation rather than staying focused on the things that really matter. Okay. So listen, uh, Dr. Gray, first of all, um, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Um, the book is called uh, Staying Focused in a Hyper World, Natural Solutions for ADHD, Memory, and Brain Performance, along with all his many books that you can find at marsvenus.com. Um, John, please, let's set up a date for to continue this discussion and so people can understand that even in terms of the way they're parenting, they can totally change things in a natural way. Um, uh, hopefully we can set that up in the near future. I'll speak to your people as they say, um, you have, <laughs> you've been very generous and, um, incredibly helpful. How do people find you if they want more information? If you go to marsvenus.com, you'll see an abundance of, of health information. You get a free download of the book, staying focused. Uh, also, I do want to mention that I do have a new book. It's not free on my website, which is called Conscious Men. It's the qualities of conscious men, uh, how to pick them and how to make a man more conscious for women. You know, it's understanding the man code to increase, improve relationships, both for men and for women. We need to understand each other better. And this helps women particularly understand men, men understand themselves. Amazing. So we have to talk about that new book as well next time. Um, Dr. Gray, thank you so much. Uh, this has been an absolutely riveting hour. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.